You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Welcome to the Nine Finger Chronicles podcast, brought to you by Exodus Trail Cameras, the number one podcast for bow hunting product information and hunting stories from across the nation. And now, here's your nine-fingered host, Dan Johnson. Hey, how's everybody doing today? Welcome back to the show. Hopefully everybody had a great holiday weekend and uh, got to spend some time with family uh, and enjoy maybe a little bit of time off work. I know a lot of guys were out in the timber doing deer stuff this weekend, whether it was uh, checking trail cameras, setting tree stands, scouting. I talked to a guy out west who uh, already was uh, up in the mountains looking for uh, elk and, and watching where they're I guess their summer patterns are and will where they will be transitioning into their uh, their fall patterns so uh, that was kind of cool to hear him talk about that but uh, today we got another great podcast today we are uh, talking with a guy named Cobb Sanders he is the president and owner of treason camouflage now I didn't know anything about this company until this past year, I was walking around the floor of the ATA show and uh, ran into their booth, a pretty nice sized booth, and there's a lot of hustle and bustle around it. So I walked up to them, asked them if they wanted to be on the show. And uh, after a couple games of cat and mouse, as far as uh, trying to get them on the line and get them scheduled, we finally connected. And uh, I got a hold of Cobb, and he's going to tell us today about trees and camo. What they're all about, the uh, the background, I guess, the lead up from the implementation and the uh, the uh, design, all the way to uh, what you what you will see when you go to their website treason.com, and uh, yeah, so it's a good brand new company. I I strongly suggest you guys look into uh, in into this company only because it is brand new and uh, you know like this product or and like any other product out there. It's always good to see the hunting industry with new products, and that means that the, uh, the, the hunting industry is not stagnant. It's growing, and uh, that's a good thing. But before we get into this week's podcast, Matt Klein from Exodus Trail Cameras is going to talk a little bit about Velvet Fest and what that is. Yeah, so Velvet Fest is um, nothing too formal. It's kind of it's kind of a celebration, really. You know, Chad and I over the last couple of years have gotten so asphyxiated on the buildup to the season, you know, and planting food plots, hanging stands, cutting lanes, everything that we do. Trail cameras is kind of the only release that we get, you know, for these next three months of that addiction that we all have. So it's really that buildup. We're watching bucks. We're trying to figure out if, if the ones we were after last year are still alive and velvet fest, uh, the promotion we're doing is just kind of celebration of all that a way for all of us, uh, whitetail addicts to kind of stay in touch. So on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, really any social media outlet, 
if you tag your posts, um, pictures, videos, what have you, with the with the uh, tag Velvet Fest, then we are doing monthly and weekly giveaways of Exodus trail cameras, um, swag, hats, shirts, um, decals, uh, and lots of other gear that's up on our site as well as some other companies getting involved that uh, we're going to be giving away some really cool stuff and. Like I said, it's just kind of a it's kind of a way to celebrate the build up to another year and kind of the waiting game is is now upon us. If you want to find out more information about Exodus Trail Cameras, visit exodusoutdoorgear.com and be sure to tag hashtag #velvetfest to any pictures that you post on social media like Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Now let's get into this week's podcast with Cobb Sanders from Trees in Camouflage. All right, on the show with me now from Trees and Camo is Cobb Sanders. How's it going today, Cobb? Doing very well. Thank you for having me. We do appreciate it. Yeah, no worries, man. I really appreciate uh, getting uh, new and unique companies on the uh, on the show, and uh, I like to spread the word a little bit. But uh, before we before we get started on this uh podcast why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself uh where you live where the company's based out of well um treason is actually uh part of the larger company called den apparel that that we have formed uh we're here in central kentucky and uh um you know we we started this this has been a going into the seventh year of design and, and implementation of product and developing gear and you know, just moving forward every day. And, and uh, coming from a smaller company, we appreciate avenues and uh, outlets like yourself and you guys for having us, you know, to even listen to our little story. Perfect. So what is the, I guess, the parent company of Treason? What, what is it and what do, what do they do there? Well, you know, long-term goal is to be, you know, an outdoor uh clothing company that's just any type of outdoor apparel yes it's a tough market but we've got a lot of great things going on uh you know we'll soon be getting into the uh you know the fishing side of things with all the sunproof factors and and the shirts of that nature and the caps and the face guards we're developing that we'll probably launch with that in uh in 017 uh but it's just you know uh i'm an outdoorsman i'm an enthusiast i've been developing these patterns and um we've got uh, a lot of people on board and thankfully they're working and uh, there's a lot of interest so you know it all seems to be working well good deal so let's go ahead and start at the very beginning you mentioned this uh you know this pattern has kind of been in development for about seven years at the very yeah, beginning at the very beginning what was your idea and why did you why did you say hey i want to get into camel I want to get into camouflage. Uh, yeah, it, it, that's a crazy venture in itself. You know, I, I'm a, I'm an industrial technologist by career, uh, and I wasn't a clothier nor a camel maker. But uh, I had taken a friend hunting with me um, uh, 16, 17 years, years ago, actually, and it all kind of started. And uh, he was wearing, you know, the latest and greatest uh, camel out there, like like we all do and did. Uh, and, you know, I dropped him off on the stand. I came to get him that morning, and, you know, I could see him, you know, a couple hundred yards away. He was uh, a black blob to me. So, 
I just started thinking and didn't really realize what I was doing in my head. But I started paying a lot more attention to the shapes, the colors, the breakups in nature. And, you know, as a child, I, I was, I was artistic. I could draw well. And, um, I think, what was it? Oh, eight, oh, nine. I go hunting seasons, you know, on the birch. I'm going looking for the newest, latest, greatest camo. And to me, uh, I, I just wasn't finding what I was looking for. And, you know, I had everything that, that I was seeing on the racks. And so I just walk out of that department store and just say, you know what, I'm going to make my own. And, you know, here we are. And uh, I wouldn't wish that on anyone or for the, it's not for the faint of heart. Just <laughs> let me tell you that. And like you mentioned uh, a little bit earlier, the camel market, I have a feeling would be a very tough market to break into, you know, with the likes of the, you know, the Mossy Oaks and the Realtree Giants that are, are everywhere. Um, I guess when you decided, Hey, and, and knowing, probably knowing that it's, it's going to be a, a tough road. What were some of the things that you were thinking about of what this pattern actually needs to accomplish while a hunter is wearing it? Well, for me, you know, personally, uh, I just wasn't satisfied with the repeat or the or the scale of, you know, a lot of the patterns out there. Listen, I'm never going to knock, you know, anyone designing their own camo or especially, you know, the big two. Uh, they created this industry. I've worn it. And, you know, it, it's, it's 30 years into the making. They're fantastic companies. I'll never knock it. But we all, you know, things, it's a different era. You know, some of these things, where these companies have been around for 30 years and, you know, people are looking to do different things and, and, and try different patterns. I thought I just had something that uh, once I could get it out of my head on the fabric correctly uh, would work well. And, you know, uh, of course you're leery of the big guys and even the other smaller guys, but, you know, we've got a strong product. We've got a strong name and logo and we've got a great look and uh, it, it's working, you know, and, you know, we couldn't we couldn't be happier. Yeah, we could be a lot bigger and a lot richer. We'd be a little happier. But other than that, you know, it's it's doing what you want your company to do, and we're really proud of that. So you guys are about a year and a half, two years in as far as the official launch of Treason. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I had a, a launch in November of thirteen. It, it was just a small uh, scale launch, and and we wanted you know to see how this uh, would go. I, you know. But of course, being the, the designer and, you know, the founder of the company, you believe that, hey, everyone's going to love this, but you can't go out and spend a hundred thousands of dollars just on a test market. I, you know, I'm not a trust fund baby for anything like that. So we did a small scale launch. Uh, it went over well with mixed results from the clothier, actually. And, uh, uh, you know, you get into quality issues and on top of that, you know, um, like I said, I wasn't a clothier, didn't have the contacts, and you just have to, you know, you've got to fight to get things to market. And, uh, and you know, we've gotten all that ironed out and smoothed out. So, All right. So let's talk about the pattern a little bit and what it actually is. Because I'm looking at it online right now, and I see what looks like branches and bark and some, you know, some some jagged type of, it almost looks like rips or patterns, and then kind of like some hexagon or looking looking objects as well. What, does every one of those things have a purpose? 
Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, of course, you know, when you're looking at the patches or, or the bark, you know, we've got larger islands and, and different colors, you know, to break up, uh, you know, the silhouette, um, you know, and we've got a, a faded base. And I, I think, you know, with, you know, uh, the the hexagons in there, you know, we wanted to pull those islands together and we wanted to give it a more modern and digital look. So that's what we've done. Okay. Now, is this what the pattern looked like when you started off? Or has there been like 2.0, 3.0, 4.0 versions of this to get to where you are today? It's probably about 500.0. <laughs> you ask, well, uh, I mean, you start out, I had a look in, in my head. I mean, it wasn't a, a, a real clear look, but I, I know what I wanted it, you know, to look like somewhat. And working with uh, several other other graphic artists, um, you know, I, I, I've worked with different gentlemen that have taken us to different levels and, uh, you know, it evolved into this one. We've got, you know, hundreds of, uh, of versions or renditions, but yeah, you're, you're looking at probably two and a half years work of pattern development, you know, and hundreds and hundreds of hours, you know, on the pattern itself. Okay. So in the development of this, the pattern that you have now, it says here in your About Us page that you you know you did a lot of environmental surrounding research and you have in quotations hunting. So you've done a lot of hunting, and then yes, um, what other kinds of I guess research and development specifically did you do to come up with you know I take it a lot of it was trial and error, but to come up with what you have right now. Well, you know, I'm not a scientist and I haven't done scientific study, you know, on animals, there's all kinds of that research that's readily available. And of course, you know, and I've read a lot of it, you know, just on, you know, on how they perceive death and, and fractalization and things of that nature. And I just, you know, I wanted things to be confusing, uh, you know, to the eye where you can't focus. If you look at one section, you're not real sure what you're looking at, but then your eye may kind of, you know, pull you to another part. And, uh, you know, yeah, we've done a lot of tests. We do We've done hundreds of swatches and, you know, you run out into the woods and, you know, you're looking and you're testing and you hang them up and you, you know, have people walk by and you grade these things. So, yeah, um, it, it's a lot of work, uh, but, you know, we finally graded out with these the way we like them. And, and um, you know, you're always working on stuff. You know, I sit there and look at it. It drives the graphics people crazy. I'll look at it now today. I'm like, oh, we should have done this or we can do that. And they're like, just wait, just wait. So, you know, they have to rein me in sometimes, but that's okay. We're, we're always working and thinking. Right. So when you, you know, your, your launch in 2013, you had your small kind of test launch. What were, what were the results from that launch? And what were the customers telling you that you maybe needed to change or the things that were, that they really liked about it? Well, you know, some of the problems, of course, with the very first clothing run and me being in central Kentucky, it's just working with overseas, you know, manufacturers and not being, uh, not being by their side or being able, you know, to, to verify and do quality checks. You're relying on someone else, which is really, really tough. And so our first run was kind of, uh, on the color spectrum. It, it may have been, 
you know, 65% max, you know, on a quality level and the clothes, you know, if half of the order, uh, was really good. The other half, you know, was, wasn't even usable. So we had to piece stuff together. So I knew getting the production side and getting the quality control side, you know, had to be ironed out. I've worked in manufacturing, you know, for 20 something years. So, you know, got a pretty good idea of getting something, you know, getting the product, looking it over, getting your quality in line and, you know, just used a bunch of those steps. But, you know, it's difficult. Like I said, it's, uh, you're running two careers, uh, and you're working with overseas clothiers, they may send you samples that you just get so excited about. They're exquisite. But then, you know, come, you know, production time, they package them out, send them to you, and you're like, whoa. Uh, but, you know, those things were taken care of. That was just problematic with a one certain supplier in a country. I've since gotten with, you know, a clothier. They've got a gentleman on the ground 45 weeks out of the year. He's our liaison. He's our color check guy. He's quality. And it's outstanding. It's, Perfect. You know, this company does outstanding work. But people like it. People, it's different. You know, you can you can look at it. If you're at a show or in the woods, you see us out wearing it. it. You don't know what it is. It's camo. It's not reinventing the wheel. But it is different. And uh, we just take a different approach. And we're proud of that. Okay. So what did the, what did the hunters have to say about that, uh, that, you know, the camo once it was introduced and, you know, or even your friends or your, you know, the people who tested out this camo, because I have a, you know, I have a feeling you, you did a lot of, you did hunting in this camo before you said, Hey, I'm going to, I want to take it to market. Oh, sure. Sure. You know, that's, that's part of the field testing, but you know, the results, you know, overall were outstanding. People, you know, loved it. They loved the way that, you know, you could uh, uh, disappear into the woods, the bigger breakup helped. And, you know, but what everyone wanted and still wants, you know, they want every single item of it. If someone transfers their allegiance to your product, they want everything. They're a hunter, just like me. I want to reach into my truck. I want to grab my rucksack, you know, covered in treason or our desert pattern or our snow pattern. You know, I want my turkey vest, but on the other hand, that's extremely expensive. You know, the big companies have companies licensing the products, and, you know, they're, they're not producing that, and they've earned that right, you know, to get paid for their pattern. Um, you know, so we're having to build out our gear, you know, as, as our capital base grows, and we develop our other items, and, you know, we're doing that on our own dime. So that's, right. that's the difficulty there, but that's also the challenge. So... You know, I'm looking at, I'm, I'm flipping through here, looking at. Uh, it looks on your on your website anyway. You got some hats, you got a pair of pants, you got some uh, some long sleeve and a short sleeve T-shirt. It looks like, and then like a one fourth zip shirt. What kind of fabric is this? Um, is this camel made out of? Well, uh, it, it's a polyester. There's a polyester uh, spandex combination and. Uh, and it, a lot of, you know, the newer hunting clothes are, you know, the more modern hunting clothes, a lot of them got the cotton and, and just the cotton blends just for whatever reason, shrink, cost, everything. But most, you know, most of it just depends. It'll be a version of a poly spandex, but, you know, the weight of it is just your fabric weight. You know, uh, it can vary from a very light, uh, 
you know, fabric weight or a very light weave to, you know, something very heavy that's, you know, reminiscent of a, of a heavy lined cotton sweatshirt. So. Okay. And then uh, is is that material the same throughout all the um, all the garments, or it, are, is the pants made different from the shirt, made different from the jacket? Uh, the shirts are the same. Uh, they're uh, they're a poly spandex blend. They're very nice, you know, uh, a very uh, it, it's a nice high end fabric. It it does fantastic. The pants are a two forty uh, gram weight pant. Um, it's also a different fabric, but it's more of a micro fleece. And the jacket is also a micro fleece that is heavier, and it's also lined and insulated. And and we didn't make the pants insulated this time around, just for layer and, and movement. I'm a bow hunter by nature. You know, I, I want I live in Central Kentucky. That's how my mind was working on developing this. But our laying system, you know, you can you can dress up and stay warm. Uh, you know, it's not cold weather gear, but it'll keep you warm on on a colder and and cool days. Okay, I see here that your uh, your jacket is that uh, is that jacket have two layers to it? No, it just has one. It's just uh, I think probably the picture you're looking at. It's got a quarter zip sitting oh, under it. Okay. You know, for yeah. our layering system. I, I think that's the right one you're looking at. Gotcha. So. Uh, um, with that blend uh, that you have, you know, a lot of this, you know, so this trend is kind of going to, you know, your, your Kuyus, your Sitkas, your um, Kafarus, I think, and uh, some of these other, everybody's kind of taken a trip towards the, the, you know, the layering system, which is a bit more expensive. Do your, are your garments, you know, wicking that moisture away when it's hot out? Uh, are they doing any type of, uh, you know, ventilation to regulate your body, your body temperature, your, you know, get the moisture away to prevent you getting cold when you actually, let's say, get to the blind or get to the tree stand? Yeah, the shirts especially, you know, with, with their fabric uh, weed size, it, it does a lot for a moisture wicking and a heat retention. Now, you know, you have a lot of people... Um, say, oh, is it gonna, is it gonna keep me cool? Well, is anything gonna keep you cool in a ninety degree hot summer day sitting in a tree stand <laughs> besides an air conditioner? No, you know it's hot. Right. <laughs> so, you know it, it, but it is, it is a good moisture wicking uh, um, level shirt. Now, you know, and there's a lot of things that all these companies do, and when you make clothes, you know, to prevent wind and and, and rain being a factor, and uh, you know. Of course, the more you do to a garment, the more it costs. But, yep. you know, in this day and age, people want a garment that will do everything and that will fit, you know, in a normal size, you know, backpack or rucksack. Okay. Now, is this, from a, from a price standpoint, you know, there's, you know, you got your, some of your Sitka gear out there. I, I just say that because I know it's expensive. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's the very high, you know, high-end expensive stuff. And then you got some other stuff that you can buy at just about any department store that, is basically just a camo pattern on a on a regular T-shirt. Where where as far as price is concerned, where does your price fall on that spectrum? I think our price is just very effective. I think it's a lot of quality. You know, at, at it, it's not a nominal cost. I mean, you know, it, it's not a, it's not a department store or a huge department store. You know, price. You know, we're not ordering millions of pieces and and getting that value on our piece rate, but this is a very very well built line. 
for a, a price that that most people you know can pay effectively and it's not going to hurt them uh, i i think well that's the one thing we hear over and over for the cost and when they put the clothes on you know i get email and, and facebook things like man are you kidding me? You know, I'd pay this and this and this for that jacket or these pants. And, and that's fine. You know, we're, we're an introductory company. I wanted, you know, uh, introductory pr- prices. However, you know, we're, we're improving the line. And, you know, when you improve and, and you add other features, you're going to uh, increase your cost. But I, I don't want specifically, uh, you know, to outprice you know, Joe Q Public uh, with this line in particular. We will be building a much higher end line, and we're working on that now. But, you know, I didn't want to outprice me. You know, I work for a living, and, you know, we all do. I yep. want to be able to buy a jacket if I want it. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. So in regards to, you know, the next step for you guys, uh, what – what and you guys sit around the round table, so to speak, to talk. You know, you and whoever you have working for you to talk about um, what's next as far as maybe uh, making an item that you have even better, or talking about the next camel. You know, maybe color layout or camel pattern. What's uh, what's what kind of conversations are you having about the next step for treason? Well, you know. For me, you know, I'm, I, I've designed this stuff. I, I work with people. I've looked at this for years. I've seen it when I wake up. Uh, you know, I see it when I go to bed. It's a 24-7 thing. And I, I was kind of wanting to jump the gun. Got some really cool stuff, you know, patterns and look-wise, you know, that, that will be available. But uh, what we've decided is, you know, we're going to build out, you know, this, this late-season brown line. We're going to go ahead and build it out with more gear. We've got to get our cold weather gear solidified, uh, and that should be released, uh, you know, in time for cold weather this year. You know, that's the bib part of gloves. You know, uh, we want our rucksacks or backpacks um, and things like that. You want your, you know, rain gear if that's needed. And to build that line out and to get that avenue working for our company. So when we go ahead and launch these other colors, these other patterns, you know, we've already forged that trail for uh, the rest of our gear. Gotcha. So specifically, what kind of garments are you looking for? Like you said, some of this cold weather and rain gear stuff. Are you talking about overalls? Are you talking about heavier jackets? You got any more details for us? Yeah, we're you're talking about doing a heavyweight parka and a bib, you know, uh, for, you know, extreme cold. Well, I say extreme, but for winter weather right? Uh, and things of that nature. Looking, you know, uh, at our boots, um, looking at the gloves, because you if you own a camo company, you definitely, when you get dressed to go out, you want everything camo, you know, in your camo. Uh, so, and like I said, though, that's, that's the tough part at the beginning of, of, of this journey. Uh, we do have manufacturers that are picking up our patterns, you know, and licensing things. And, you know, that's what we're working on is to get as many garments out there, you know, built that people can put on, you know, as, as they go outside and it's difficult to do it, you know, from this end and building that many clothes, uh, as a company. Uh, but that's what we're doing. Gotcha. We'll do what we have to do until we make it. Right. Sounds good. Now with, um, with this, you know, with you living and I take it, you do a majority of your hunting in the East coast and in central Kentucky. Um, was this pattern designed around what works, 
you know, in the area that you hunt or did you tweak it at all to make, say, okay, this is not only going to work where I hunt, but it's going to work in the Northeast. It's going to work in the Midwest, in the South, and uh, even out West somewhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I wanted something, especially when we launched with the product. You know, I, I didn't want to localize it. I, I didn't want it to be so area-specific that you lose your market base. And I wanted um, our, our first pattern, you know, to be, you know, way more universal, perhaps. And, and, and let's face it, not every camo, I don't care what it is, you, you can walk up against you know, any type of, of structure out in the woods, in the desert, in the mountains, and whatever camel you got on, it doesn't blend in. It doesn't work. But what I wanted to do, I wanted to break up our outline, the human form, more. I wanted bigger breakup. So even if, you know, the colors didn't match perfectly or you were in an environment, you know, that you think, ah, this won't work there, but your your form is still broken, so it creates confusion. Right. Okay. And... From from your experience, I mean, would, you know, for, I'm not so concerned, I guess, about tree stand hunting or, you know, ground blind, ground blind hunting is a no brainer, but what about the spot and stock type hunters? Um, what kind of feedback have you been getting from the consumer on maybe guys who hunt from the gap ground or maybe guys who hunt out West? Uh, just phenomenal. You know, of course, with the turkey season this year, you know, we've gotten just you know, tons and tons of emails. Like, you know, we had toms all over us. They were six steps. I've never been this close. I could have smacked them with the, you know, my arrow or the barrel of a gun. And it's just, it's been, it, that part has been great. Uh, for deer hunting, if you want to spot and stalk with this, then, you know, you're looking at the right company and the right pattern because our clothes are just so soft and silent. It, it's just, you know, they're whisper quiet. I love it. And that's why they were built. You know, like I said, I'm a bow hunter. And yeah, I'm here in in the Midwest and in this this part of the country, most of us hunt from a stand. But I've done a lot of hunting from the ground. And, you know, I love these materials and I love the durability of them. And I I think they work fantastically. Nice. So I don't know what you can give us as far as a sneak peek on some of these other you know, potential, you said down the line, any potential mm-hmm. cult, different colors or different patterns that you're working on. But is there, is there maybe a different pattern for uh, an early season or a late season or maybe a mountain hunter out West? What, what are you guys thinking of for that, for those new patterns and new colors? Yeah. I mean, you know, we're expanding. We want, you know, we, we get, requests and we have things built we just don't have the lines out in production and or we've got patterns built we've we've got a predominantly green pattern and we've run some experiments and people up in you know uh the upper elevations in the pines and down south you know that uh where it stays green a lot or or in the bayou they love it and it looks phenomenal uh we've got we've got you know desert patterns we've got digital patterns, but that's, that's on down the line. You know, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to cannibalize our patterns and sell myself. So, you know, that's why we're working. Okay. So where are your products currently being sold other than, other than the website? Do you have any uh, big box stores that you're in or are you, uh, you know, in a lot of mom and pops stores? we're we're in a lot of stronger independence that that's been our key right now um you know the big box stores 
we're heading that way. Uh, we've got a lot of interest from them, and and we'll be there soon. But what I want to do, I want to get our production side lined out and get it, you know, proper because, you know, once once you pull that trigger, you better be ready. And, and I like, you know, just like with this company, when we hit the ground, I wanted this to be long. I wanted it to be strong. I don't care if it's new, but I just want it strong and. I don't. I don't want to go into anything and not being ready for it. And that's where we're getting ourselves. We're getting everything lined out. Uh, a lot of interest from from all the big box chains, and uh, and I would say within the next year or two, uh, we'll be readily available across the country. And we've got networks and and things globally. We've got a European distributor. We're strong in South Africa. Uh, you know, getting into Australia. So you know, it's got a universal appeal to this pattern. And the name, you know, it's a cool name and cool logo. It it works for camo. Yeah, I I definitely give you that. The uh, trees and sounds badass. Not gonna lie, it does. It does. <laughs> and, and you know, and it, it there's just there's a lot to it. And you know, I I see some strong companies out there and some good patterns. And you know, and I'm not knocking them, but I, I think where we've hit home runs in the three categories are got a cool logo it looks great on marketing where it's caps you know the name is badass and then on top of that that's a really cool camo yep. so you know and it's working i mean we've got manufacturers bow manufacturers blind manufacturers optics gun people oam manufacturers you know we're signing license agreements with all these people and you know and uh it's it's pretty humbling when you have people that have been in this market for 40 50 60 years or they start putting your pattern, you know, on their product when they can choose any pattern in the world. And, you know, they're signing agreements with you. So we know we're doing things right and we have an appeal and we're just going to keep working on that and growing. Right. All right. So here's the big question. <laughs> Mr. Joe Blow has a handful of money. His wife, his wife gives him or husband says, hey, here's your allowance for uh, camel this year or for your hunting gear and they got a certain amount of money why should a hunter consider treason for their next camel pattern if listen you know most of us do have to watch our money and you want to get the most the most out of your dollar don't you i mean i do yep. and that's you know why we price this and that's why we built the clothes you know at this level and we're thankful to get with the right people that we could, you know, sell it at what we feel is a very cost-effective price. So my answer to that would be, you know, you, you don't have to spend a lot to get a lot. And that's a win in the consumer business. Yeah, fact. Now, you know, a lot of guys like to either, you know, before they – before they, as far as what I'm concerned, I'd like to see a product in use. Are you sponsoring any television shows or any online shows or um, any web shows or anything like that where somebody can go and actually see treason in action? Yes, uh, all the above. We'll, we're on every network or we'll be on coming, you know, by the time 2017 rolls around. We're on every network. We're on several uh, you know, internet show and things like that. So we'll be available for people to see in action, you know, across all avenues of media. Perfect. Now, if someone wants to find out more, learn more about trees and where should we send them? 
Uh, they can come to the website. There's a contact us page, or they can come, you know, to uh, our Facebook page, you know, um, Treason. And uh, we've got several administrators and officers that that hound the site, and they'll answer any questions. And if it gets, you know, bad enough, they send them to me. So um, good. But we've got several people that are educated up on the product, and you know, they'll they'll help you out. We've got a lot of people that know, you know every single detail in this company and you know their and their involvement it, it's uh, it's crucial to be able to speak on it properly and and educate people properly gotcha and for the listeners out there it is www.treezyn.com and that's their website so if you want to find out more information go and listen to that well mr cobb sanders thank you very much for coming on the show i really appreciate it well, Mr. Dan Johnson, I appreciate you know you having me, and uh, it, it's an honor and privilege to take up people's time to talk about you know uh, a great. So I do appreciate it. And that brings us to an end of today's podcast. Big thanks to Cobb Sanders for coming on the show and talking to us a little bit about trees and camo, what they're doing and where they're going. Uh, Another huge shout out to you, the listener. Thank you guys for tuning in and supporting the show. A lot of cool information uh, yet to come in the next couple weeks. Other than that, big thanks to Exodus Trail Cameras for supporting the show. And uh, be sure to take part in their Velvet Fest giveaway. Uh, What else, what else, what else? If you guys aren't already doing it, follow me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram, and tell everybody that you know, even your grandma, about this podcast so they can download it and they can uh, listen to it, even if they're not hunters. I think that this is very beneficial to someone who doesn't hunt or, just kidding, they would have no use for it, but it would help my downloads. Anyway, thanks again for absolutely everything and uh If you're out in the woods this summer hanging tree stands, be sure to wear your damn safety harness.